But the truth is hard to swallow. We're the leaders, baby, and they just hope to follow. Oh, wow. Cameron's got bars. <laughs> Yo, I know my guy can do no harm in your eyes, no oh, wrong, but... I'm cringing just are you? a little bit, uh-huh. Thank God, man, I was worried about you. Okay. <laughs> hey, welcome back, everyone. Shout Hi. out to my guy who uh, called me out for saying my guy too much. And then I started this episode by saying it three times already. Drink. Welcome back. This is a great episode. This might be my favorite one so far. Oh, it's really, really good. Yeah? You're a fan? Yeah, uh-huh. There's a lot. I think this episode just added a level of depth to these characters and I'm all in. I could not agree more. Almost everybody grew on me a little bit this episode. Yep, agreed. Just like how genuine and vulnerable and their families mm -hmm. and it just felt like really real. It was cool. Mm -hmm. I loved it. So we start the episode with Jessica having over drinking regrets. Yeah, she woke up and she was like, oh shit. Yeah. Did I, I said some things last night, huh? Yeah. Which Mark was... Uh, easy to look over those he said it was okay because she was drunk if she'd yeah. been sober he would have walked out since she was drunk it was okay yeah it's kind of interesting yeah I don't, like i don't, I know, don't yeah. know how i feel about that yeah me neither okay but we did what i did get is insight into why he's holding on because <laughs> last episode i was like what does he really see in her right and what he said was he said when i look at her i can see she's just fighting with herself Okay. What do you think he means by that? Well, I was hoping you could tell me since you drew such great insight from it. Okay. Tell what me. I'm thinking is he sees, he still sees that she loves him, but is coming up with all these blockers, right? So we talked about the self-sabotage. It's like he sees her doing that. Okay. But is holding on to that original connection they have. So he thinks she'll get there maybe? Yeah. And I think he thinks she's holding on to it, but I don't know if that's true or why he thinks that, but he's like holding on to it. Okay. So it's not necessarily just bought into this whole process, but he's remembers the connection they had when, even when they revealed, like we could go back to that scene of when she first saw him. And I think he sees that uh. and is remembering that and thinks she's fighting with herself against it. Yeah. For him, that was like a week ago, you know? Exactly. So it's like pretty recent. That's so true. Yeah. That's so true. Um, so anyways, uh, then we get it. We go right into Gigi and Damien, another oh. couple that ended last episode fighting. And it looks like they didn't resolve. Yeah, they woke up in conflict this morning. Her in the kitchen, him in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I love this scene. Yeah, so let's set up what she throws down here. Yeah, so she's standing in the kitchen, and she hits him with the worst diss I've ever heard in my entire life. It hurt me to my core, and I'm not even like a Damien fan. Okay, let's play it. You know how you tell me this is the best sex of your life? Have you noticed that I don't return the compliment? Oh, shit. Oh, oh, Damien. You all right? Oh, Gigi. Oh, my gosh. This is why I love her, guys. Like, she's so good. She's so good. Oh, how funny. Yeah, I, I, she grew a lot. She grew on me a lot this episode. I, I found myself liking her more and more. Yeah, but it came down to the reason it wasn't the best sex of her life was because he had never initiated. She just wasn't feeling desired. Mm-hmm. She's just like, look at me. What are you doing? Right? Look That's at me. I... Look at you. Take me. What are you exactly, doing? Exactly. Exactly. She'd lost the butterflies. She's trying to get them back. I just love how um, she shows up. She shows up really strong. She shows up really self-aware. She's not afraid to say those things. And it works for her. And they seem to be able to overcome 
um, most of these conflicts. Yeah, you mentioned while we were watching, she's just really in tune. And it's really interesting to see how, like, she'll get into her emotions a little bit and then she'll kind of check in and be like, okay, wait a minute. I'm making this harder than it needs to be. Or how come you're not opening up like this for me, right? She's just really in tune what's going on there. So it's kind of fun to see. Um, yeah, I, I like them a lot. I thought a really interesting thing here that you're probably getting to right now is how they communicated so well while being in different rooms. Mm. They kind of allude to it too, right? They talk about it a little bit. Oh, they call that out? Yeah. Like, it's like we're back in the pod. Yeah, and they love it. And they and it worked. They said, like, this is the most open we've been. This is the most we've gotten out of each other. This is the best we've communicated. I wonder if that plays out just because that's where they connected initially, how they connected initially, or if that would play out in real life for others who didn't connect that way. I'm thinking, would couples fight better if they were in separate rooms they could just talk through it? It's kind of interesting, right? Because it's like you can be a little bit more vulnerable because you're not seeing the person. Yeah, that's yeah. really interesting. Next yeah. time we have conflict, I'm going to suggest this. <laughs> um, anyways, love Gigi. Big fan. Keep going, girl. Next, we're with Amber and Barnett, and they pull up to Amber's family home. And her mom walks out, and her nieces are there. And you just see it as like, a really humble home and how comfortable she feels. And then you were introduced to her mother. Who I loved immediately. Wasn't she so yeah, great? It was yeah. just really tender. And I just watched Barnett feel like he got more invested Agree. in her and fell in love with her a little bit more just to see that side of her. Agree. Yeah. No, I thought it was really cool. Um, There's a great quote from the mom and she's just kind of like trying to figure everything out where she says, so, but you're stable, right? You work. Um, you're reliable. Financially you... stable, <laughs> mentally, maybe not so much. Well, you're in the right family for that. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, that's all she wants for her daughter, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah. it's kind of cool. And Barnett to just be like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to take good care of her. And I'm also a little bit crazy, so it works, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just really cute. We like her. We like her even more. Yeah, she grew on me a bunch this episode. Like, I wasn't really much of an Amber fan, but I kind of felt myself, like, cheering for her. Even mm -hmm. when they later on go to Barnett's house, like, I felt myself being like, okay, come on, Amber, we got this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the next scene, uh, Gigi and Damien again. They're supposed to meet Damien's parents, but they cancel. Mm -hmm. um, and then we get Kelly and Kenny, which we missed them last yeah, episode. Yeah, so and man, did they shine this week. Oh, they did. They did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Kelly's family looks right, like, right out of an episode of Portlandia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Super eclectic. Yeah, yeah. They got, like, a rockin' CD collection on oh, one of those yeah. swirl shelves in the back. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I... I loved them. I loved how open her mom was and how she was like trying to talk dad into being open and dad was like pretty open to hearing it too. And it was just really cool. A lot of times bachelor, even married at first sight, a lot we see the family's just like really resistant to this. Oh, I don't think it's a good idea. And so I can't support this. It's like, yo, that doesn't really help anyone. You know, it doesn't help the situation. doesn't, the daughter's not going to be like, oh, you're right, I'm not going to do this anymore. So it does no good, right? The best thing you can do is just rally, just be like supportive and loving and make it work for everyone. And yeah. it was really cool to see them and do that. And both families. And to see Kenny's parents and walk Kenny's in. Kenny's parents showed up, I was just like, this is really rad. It this is so cool. Because cool. we never get the side of any of these other reality shows. We don't get to see these families coming together and this like real life connections. And yeah. the parents being like, even the mom, his mom calls it out, right? Like how lucky are these guys that they have these families that are going to be supportive and want to integrate and oh it's just really cool to see yeah and both parents had experiences where they had short courtships so they could understand hey you can fall in love fast this is not that unrealistic yeah absolutely. of course these guys have only been 10 days but they could understand and they were trying to sure and i bet their parents i mean they were engaged in what weeks or months and i'm sure they you know felt like they were in love in 10 days too you know so it's pretty relatable yeah it's really really cool to see we saw something i think something a little bit different so really genuine with kenny and kelly 
Kelly and Kenny's parents. And then we go to Mark's house. Now, I don't know. It didn't feel quite as genuine. And I don't know if it's because there was a language barrier mm. or the dad literally didn't say two words. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he did. True. He said two words and they were... I listen and I enjoy <laughs> that you guys are here. So... So <laughs> we're glad he listened and they showed up. Yeah, he enjoyed them being there. Uh, but besides that, what did you think? Yeah, it's funny because uh, I thought... Two seconds before I dive into this. I just want to shout out to us for promoting, well, me. You already had them there. Kelly and Kenny to number one in our power rankings. And then for the families to just show up in a big way to just really validate that. So I'm oh, yeah. feeling really good about that we're right now. Very so. confident. Okay, yeah. sorry. Jump back into Mark and Jessica. I thought Jessica showed up with all these preconceived ideas of, oh, they're not going to like oh, me because gosh. of blah, blah, blah. They're not going to like me because of my age. They're not going to like me because of this. Or Mark's always like so gung-ho about this. And She's just like self-sabotaging or she wants a reason for it not to work. And so she's coming up with all those things and all those things just get destroyed by the mom who's like, oh, I like that you're a little bit older. Oh, I like that you bring yes. this to the table. I like, right? Yes. And then even Jessica was like, well, it may not have showed up here, but it's going to. Yeah. Even after <laughs> you're just, right. And I just want to be like, no one cares about the age difference, Jessica. Nobody cares except you. It's so true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't think of a scenario where people are like, oh, she's older than him. Yeah. What? Um, that's kind of in right now. It's on trend. Yeah. Dudes are dating older chicks right now. Mm. That's a I thing. like that. That's I like thing. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about uh, Gigi's parents. They fly in from Florida. So oh, yeah. they're like, here you have Damien's parents who cancel, and it sounds like they were driving distance. Her parents are flying in from Florida to support her, um, which was really sweet. And she just, again, just shows up really cool, vulnerable, willing to share and just in tune with her feelings. Yeah, agree. I thought so cool. She opens the door. She's so excited to see her mom. Her mom's so excited to see her like screaming and hugging. It's just really cool to see how much excitement there was for them to see each other. I don't know how long it's been, but uh, yeah. And then despite there, you know, there's some concerns there. The family seems to be a little bit concerned about how quick things are moving and probably by like how much cuter she is than her fiance. But <laughs> yeah, did I... I'm sorry, Damien. I know we just pile on, but oh my gosh, it's bad. Uh, I did find it ironic that the old, like the mom's advice and the dad's advice, or at least Oscar's advice. Yeah, I couldn't decide which one was her dad. Yeah. I just know there was an Oscar there. <laughs> um, was more time, more time, more time. So I'm thinking you're probably on the wrong show, Gigi. Yeah, if that not, I mean, your parents aren't really no, we're not getting time. You literally have 21 more days, so maybe that's enough. But it I'm seems like they're gonna come around. Like, they're supportive still, don't you think? Oh, totally. Yeah? Totally. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Um, okay, Lauren and her mom. Oh, I liked Lauren's mom. Oh, she wasn't she doll? Yeah, she was great. Oh, I, she was a doll. I loved, uh, yeah, I loved seeing them talk about it before he got home from work or wherever he was at. It was yes, kinda, yeah. their relationship alone was really fun. She's kind of harassing your mom, yeah. and they just seem really... Lauren, when are you going to... You're never going to find a man in the house. Lauren, your eggs are dry. She's just going <laughs> to... And then all her mom said was... Finally. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. And then Cameron shows up, who just is like this calming presence and so confident in how he feels about Lauren. It's just like his mom asked, just asked anyone grilling Cameron. It's just like 100% lover. Like, no question. Oh, it was, she was stunning. Okay, let's look. I know he can do no wrong, but my guy hits her with the rap, the worst rap. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> This is what he did to impress. Imagine, mom. give me the confidence of Cameron rapping in front of his fiance's mom. Give me that confidence. Oh, 
So you weren't impressed. I mean, you put the right mustard bee on that and it might slap a little bit, but no, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was a little, t I, yeah, I was kind of surprised that he did it, right? Yeah, I was too. It felt very out of character. But he did. Surprising. And they hit him with the, aww. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yay, good work. Aww. <laughs> like he was like a third grader or something. Oh, so good. Okay, so uh, Barnett's family. Oh, this was an interesting one for me. Mm hmm First, let me start by saying I come from the inverse of Barnett, okay? So Barnett's like a pretty good-looking dude, right? Like tall, dark, and handsome, and, you know, he's in good shape, and all these girls are into him, and you meet his family, and it's kind of like the opposite, right? Where, like, there's kind of like, you know, average yeah, or whatever, brother's like right? a foot and a half shorter than him. Shorter, a little bit overweight, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, he's been married 10 years, so you, you get it. But, yeah, I come from a world where... Everyone in my family is like stunning, good look, like Barnett, good looking, and then I'm like just this ugly duckling. So it was really interesting to see the inverse of that. And it's also really interesting to see how much he looked up to his brother and wanted like his. Yes, he wanted his brother's approval. Wasn't that really interesting? Uh -huh. Yeah. And he seemed to like want to have to try and explain himself, um, and like was a little unsure of how to do that with his brother. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, that's kind of a cool dynamic or an interesting dynamic. Yeah, and I didn't agree with his brother at all. Yeah. No. Let's, so we pull up, Amber's really anxious, right? And I think rightfully so. It seems like a different world than what she comes from. Um, and he's kind of like made her feel a little bit nervous on the way up, right? Mm -hmm. They're really conservative and they don't drink. and like all This these, had me nervous. Yeah, all the His things that build we have up, I was common, like, oh no. <laughs> all these things that we share and we like, like this fun energy. And like my family's just not like that. So good luck. Yeah. So she pulled up kind of <laughs> with some uncertainty, right? She's a little insecure there. Uh, but I thought... Even though they edited it to make, like, the family didn't love her that much, I thought she showed up really genuine and was... But just herself. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it was as comfortable as they made it look by the editing. It looked bad. Yeah. But it looked Franken-edited. Like, there were, like... Yeah. yeah funny. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I wonder if it was as bad. Uh, they did call out what I did hate was... This is why I didn't agree with the brother. He calls out, well, you're in lust mode. And mm. I'm thinking, these two didn't even see each other for the first... 10 days, 10 days they knew each other yeah. they've only seen been in front of each other for a few days four. Yeah. well no they were weak in the whatever it may be oh, like true. yeah mexico yeah like the whole concept of the show is not about lust right that was that's the point and so i didn't i don't know His yeah that's kind of annoying yeah I, I think they were kind of trying to more say like oh you're in the honeymoon phase right yeah, like yeah. everything's all hunky-dory and it's gonna be fine and yeah you're just not phase but yeah, yeah. they did say and, there's, and the there's mom did say i don't think it's love i think it's lust which to your point is like what no okay. they kind of connected first so that's silly yeah yeah and it's so Barnett has said this twice, and I do think this is why I'm actually probably put them up on our power rankings this mm. week because they he said it's just he talks about how he knows Amber will love him the way he wants to be loved. He has brought that up multiple times. He said that after the Jessica incident, he did, and he said that to her mom, Amber's mom, mm. right? What makes you want to marry Amber? Well, I just can be myself around her, oh, right? Yeah, and he says that again here, right? That like. He's like, no, 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 I made this decision. His brother's like, well, it sounds like you were kind of like juggling between a couple girls. And he's like, well, let me tell you why I made this decision is because she loves me the way I want to, I want to be loved. I can be completely myself. I just, yeah. And how it sounds like that's like a really unique thing for him. Mm -hmm. yeah? And it just felt like how freeing and refreshing to be loved unconditionally like that. Mm, that's yeah. And I was like, that's powerful. And I kind of seen that Burnett, Barnett realized that with her. Um, so yeah, they're moving up for me. 
Oh, interesting. Uh, two things here. I will only call him Matt for the rest of the season. <laughs> that was very confusing. Wasn't it? I had no idea that Barnett was not his first name. Maddie just <laughs> sneaking up on us like that. Well, we knew from the pods, she was like, Barnett? I think it was Amber that calls him out. I was like, Barnett? Is that your, that's your last name, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, my friends call me that or whatever. So okay. she kind of was in tune to that before. But I, I kind of forgot about that. And then she introduced him to her mom as Matt. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's not his name. But now it is Matt. Mm. I'm totally rooting for them. Yeah? Uh-huh. Yeah, they, yeah. they grew on me a lot. This episode was like, yeah, I felt like Barnett got more into the process. To your point, you kind of hinted that earlier. He kind of fell a little bit more for her, bought in a little bit more. It seemed like he was scared of marriage, and he's kind of like talking himself into it a little bit right now. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, totally. I love it. I love seeing the evolution. That's what's so cool about these shows is you see this. Those you weren't rooting for before, it changes, and there's some right off the bat that you love and want to root for, and you... I don't know. It's just, it's, it's fun how it evolves over yeah, time. It is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, so we end the episode with Lauren's dad. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Papa Speed. Yeah. Mm. She, Lauren's been carrying a lot of anxiety around her dad. She's never brought a man home. She's 32. 32 years old. And has never brought a man home to meet her parents. And we know why. Yeah. Dad's kind of a little standoffish, right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought before we dive into this, I thought it was really interesting. The mom brought this up too. Right. So yes. she had anxiety around it, too. So it must be like a really prominent thing in the house. Yeah. Or, you know, previously in the house. Yeah. Papa Speed is a little uh, Papa Speed. tight. Yeah, a little, a little, wound a little tight, a little protective of his daughter. Yeah. And, I mean, Cameron just shows up cool, calm, and collected, slow and steady. Like, you're, to your point, he does have just like this calming calm, energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I can't imagine his presence would stir up anything. It feels very calming, very not threatening. Yeah, you're right. right. Which so that's like the best case scenario to bring someone like that home, um, especially to someone like Papa Speed. Agree. And Papa Speed, I, the first thing he does is just grill him, right? <laughs> and some guys kind of would just get defensive right away, but you see Cameron, he doesn't. Like you could tell he's nervous, <laughs> more nervous he's ever been. You could tell he's kind of just got this weird energy yeah. to him, and he's like stiff, and but he just doesn't get defensive at all, and he's just like. Oh, I just want to love her and empower her and make her happy and treat her as my equal and like, you know, just all the right things that he's always saying. So, yeah. And literally the episode ends by him making it very clear that this will not be easy until he feels comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be a gauntlet, but until I'm 100 percent for sure. I don't know what he says. Yeah. Dang it. We have all these clips, but I don't have that clip. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. And then TBD. That's it. Yeah. Meeting the parents. Crazy. So, so it sounds like we'll get a little more dad next week, uh-huh. or not next episode. I keep saying week because I'm used to. You know, I hope we get Pam and Bill part two. Oh yeah, that was an interesting thing, right? <laughs> yeah, Cam's yeah. parents are Pam and Bill. Her yeah. parents are Pam and Bill. I didn't realize. Did we know that before? We no, found that out no, today. what a coincidence. Yeah, Is that... the rap distracted me from a lot of things. I think this week. <laughs> but it sounds like for those parents that are out of state or hard to get to, they we may not meet them until the weddings, and maybe even not, maybe not even then. Who are we missing still? Um, Just Damien? Oh, Cam. Okay. Cam's parents. Cam's parents and, and Damien's. Um, Jessica's parents. Oh, you mean Jessica's? No. Nope, yeah, because nope. they're uh, in Illinois. So yeah, like. I was surprised as many parents, we got to meet as many parents locally. I was like, wow, a lot of parents live locally. Yeah, that's really interesting. To. You're right. Gigi's were the only ones that flew in. That's true. Yeah. Because it seemed like a lot of these people were transplants. Yep. Jessica was. Obviously, we didn't meet her parents. Uh-huh. Cameron was. We didn't meet his parents. Oh, yeah. Gigi, we met them. Yeah. Uh, Mark was, right? He's from Illinois, but they it looks like his family they all must... lives in Atlanta now. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Just, you know, 
chit-chatting about the location of these people's parents right now? Is that <laughs> we became really invested in the parents and the family. This is the content that people come here for. It is. And part of this, <laughs> it's really funny because we just did Hometowns on Bachelor this week. Right. And to juxtapose that with these, there's a stark difference. I felt like... Night and day. Night and day. I walk out of Bachelor being like, I dislike everyone this much more because the families were just, I don't know. I wonder, if the, I wonder if it's produced to where it feels more uncomfortable for the families. Because on Bachelor, they just are closed off. They're just like not open. They don't feel as comfortable. I wonder if it's just, it's just a lot of pressure maybe. Maybe a lot of cameras maybe overproduced. Maybe you have ABC and the big brand. Mm. Where this, it's like a lot of times these parents, literally with Mark's family, they're like explaining what they did. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, I wonder <laughs> if they think this is like some like YouTube <laughs> production. I, I mean, yes, YouTube's big, but just like some one-off. Sure, yeah, yeah. Some web series, yeah. Yeah, so they show up just like way more comfortable and willing to share. How funny. I, yeah, there's some truth to that probably. Um, it's interesting because Bachelor feels like is a more traditional way to like meet somebody and date. And like, I know he's dating a hundred girls at once, but like you're still like, you're meeting and dating and getting to know each other and building a relationship and then getting engaged. And all those families were like way off it. And then this show is like, <laughs> you never met this we're person. We're already engaged. And you're engaged. And now we're meeting them. And it seems like way more, I don't know, irregular. And yeah. then. To be honest, I think everybody's just more likable. That's a good point, too. Not on The Bachelor. That's a good point. So I don't know if it's the casting. Everyone's here for the right reasons, you know? <laughs> That's exactly it. Oh, let's, uh, should we do the power ranking thing? Yeah. Yeah? Should I just mumble my way through some more of this episode? <laughs> yeah? How's that sound? That sounds great. Good. Cool. So, uh, I think top of our rankings stay the same, yeah? I mean, I alluded to it earlier in the episode how proud I was that we left uh, Kenny and Kelly at the top or moved them to the top. I thought their family showed up great. I think mm -hmm. they seem like really primed for success, mm -hmm. right? Where last episode it was by default, this was not by default. This You're absolutely was right. an intentional number one power ranking. Great families, a lot of support. This feels like a win-win. I can't wait to have them on the show. Yep. Who, uh... Number we stand two? steady there at number two, yeah? Yeah. yeah. still like uh, Lauren and... L and C. Okay, all right. Lauren and Cameron. Yeah. What up, Killer Cam? Yep. Yeah, we're still rooting <laughs> for them. Uh, and then, let's see, who pulled up into third place? Oh, a little mix-up? Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm going Amber and Barnett. Okay. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. No. I think, uh, I just think we saw them just fall a little deeper and... Buy in a little more? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they're just a good match. They do match well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. I'm rooting for them. It's funny because her, uh, it seems like her currency here is that she does just love this dude a lot and he just wants to be loved. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> uh, then we've got uh, Damien and Gigi. Okay. Gigi, I'm rooting for you <laughs> in your life, but you guys are not a match. No? I mean, they have moments. I just don't think it's going to last. Okay. And I don't, kind of don't think it should. Can okay. I say that? Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, they're not great together, but, you know, they'd be great in other relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Then Mark and Jessica, of course. Mark, run for oh, your life. Man, Mark, come on, dude. Mark, just go. Go, go, go. Oh, uh, let's end on that. If you're a Bachelor fan, check out uh, Can I Steal You for a second. That's a Bachelor podcast that I do with my homie Luke. What up, Luke? My One of our 12 listeners. That, hey, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, shameless plug there. Thank you to Hatch Credit for uh, sponsoring this episode. Hatchcredit.com, make sure you check that out if you uh, need help with your credit repair. Uh, what else? That's it? That's it. We're Guys, our numbers are like in. growing like crazy. 
I don't know if it's like rude to overshare. It's not like talking about your salary, but we're up to like, I don't know, 50 people who are listening to the podcast. It's been like wild to watch it grow over the last couple yeah, of really hours fun. here. It's a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, because we're so. having fun just doing this. Yeah, it's just like a silly thing we're doing and people are like digging this, it a little bit. We it's do this cool. anyway while we're watching. And so now we're recording it so people can be a part of it. Yeah, it's fun. So thank you so much for letting us do it. It's, just, uh, it's a lot of fun. We appreciate you guys. Let so. us know if you want to come on the show. Yeah, we'd love to have you. Uh, share your thoughts and feelings <laughs> and emotions show. with I'm us. I called it a show. It's not a show. Uh-uh. Well, it could be. Yo, rate us five stars. Tell your friends. And uh, tweet us. At Blind Ideas. We love you. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.